Welcome to Star Wars Action News, your source for Star Wars collecting news, reviews, and convention coverage, hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. Helping Star Wars collectors collect better. Be sure to check out our website at SWActionNews.com, where you can see photos of the items discussed, chat with other listeners, find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube pages, support our Podbean crowdfunding campaign, and much more. Star Wars Action News, covering the whole galaxy of Star Wars toys. Welcome to the Star Wars Action News Annual Holiday Shopping Guide and Black Friday Specials. This is Marjorie. This is Arnie, and Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. So happy to be doing this for our 11th year. Yeah. Think about this. For 11 years, you've had to deal with your families, but we just get to sit and talk to each other about some great Star Wars toys. Mm. We have it better. Well, we're going to be spending time with each other here playing some Star Wars board games. And because you guys are kind of our extended family, we're going to let you join in on the fun. We're going to have a live feed on Facebook on Thanksgiving Day at certain times where we're going to play some Star Wars board games. Remember, these times are central. So the things are going to kick off at 11 a.m. with a game of Monopoly. Then at 1 p.m. we're going to play Star Wars Clue. At 3 p.m. we're going to play Star Wars Trivial Pursuit. I want to say I stand a really good chance of winning this, even though Arnie may have a little bit more knowledge of the EU and things like that. Although maybe this has got the EU nuked in it. Yeah, and I tank trivia. You do. That's why I think I'm going to win is because you freeze and panic. What's that docking bay, Arnie? 96. Arnie? I know it's 94, but when it mattered, I said 96. Yes. And sorry at 7 p.m. Central. Or sorry for our Canadian friends. No, they say sorry. Sorry? Sorry. Okay. They're sorry, eh? I love you, Canada. I really do. You gave her hockey. Yes. We've not played any of these games, so you're going to be with us as we unbox them for the first time and play the games. And, you know, I look at it this way. A lot of people like to watch the football game on Thanksgiving. If you don't, come watch the Star Wars games on Thanksgiving. Well, I think it's a football game because I think there's many. It's not the football game. It's not like the Super Bowl, I think. We don't know. But you could join us on Facebook all day Thanksgiving as we play these games. Hasbro sent us the first three. I bought Risk. I, out of all of them, I don't know why that was the one I bought. <laughs> and speaking of sales... Tomorrow's Black Friday. There's going to be a lot of shopping, a lot of bargains, probably some bloody noses, maybe a few broken bones. But before you go out there, I have a challenge to all of our listeners. Around the holidays, when I'm shopping for Marjorie or for other family members, and this is not recent, I did this back in high school, there was always a two for them, one for me kind of buying philosophy. I'm just glad you don't notice my boxes coming in. Because you get so many. So I have a tendency to, I'm in a store, I'm buying stuff, or who am I kidding? I'm on a website, I'm buying stuff, and I look, hey, they have this figure I've been wanting. Or hey, they have this figure I've been wanting a second one of. But I'm issuing a challenge to all of our podcast listeners this holiday season. For every toy you buy yourself, buy one to put in the Toys for Tots bin. Absolutely. It's a great cause. 
I know the Toys for Tots in our area is very active. The guy from the Sheriff's Department's on the TV all the time talking about it and all the different news stations. I think everywhere I go, I see one of the bins and I will drop things in. And if you buy something, just a hint, guys, with batteries required, buy a few packs of batteries and put them down in the package, too. Because those are expensive if you're getting help with toys. Yeah, and I'm not saying go dollar for dollar, because if you're buying a figure arts figure or six figure arts figures and a couple hot toys, it just may simply not be feasible. But if you're buying a hot toy, maybe pick up a couple of the three and three quarter inch figures to put in, you know, just I think helping more children is what matters. And so I'd rather put in 10 $10 gifts than one $100 gift. Absolutely. So that's my challenge. I'm going to keep it myself. Starting today, every pre-order I place, there's a toy going in the bin. Every time I buy a figure at a store, there's a toy going in the bin. Every time Marjorie buys something blind boxed, there's a toy going in the bin. Hmm. And with that, let's get to this year's Black Friday sales, because I don't think there's anything here that is going to lure us out of bed at 4 a.m. Friday morning. But there are some great sales here, maybe for yourself, maybe for someone in your life, or maybe for the Toys for Tots bin. And to start off with, let's look at the figures and collectibles we really focus on on this show. It's also probably one of the smallest sections we're going to talk about for Black Friday sales. We're going to start off with Kmart, where all Star Wars toys are buy one, get one half off. That includes their brand new exclusive Jin Erso figure. It's shown in the ad. But every toy they have, Black Series figures, three and three quarter inch figures, Titan heroes, it says all Star Wars toys. And it just says of equal or lesser value. So I think this applies to Lego sets as well. Well, that would be a bargain. Other Black Series figures, if you have a Fred Meyer in your area. I believe that's a Pacific Northwest area chain, but they've got the Black Series 6-inch figures for $12.49. It might just be Kylo Ren. It's not clear in the ad. It says 6-inch Black Series figure, and the picture shows masked Kylo Ren. So I don't know if they literally mean one figure or if they mean each figure is $12.49. And as an example, here's Kylo Ren. Yeah, that's kind of tough to say. I will say there have been a lot of Kylo Rens hanging around the pegs, so I don't know. Yeah, but those have been the unmasked new ones. I haven't seen the old ones that much. They also have for $12.49 the three and three quarter inch Ezra with speeder figure and vehicle. Now, the one thing we thought would get us to the stores, but fortunately, I happen to be up late recording a podcast and we got to avoid it. Hot Topic, starting at 6 p.m. Thanksgiving Day, they have what I'm going to put down as the coolest pop exclusive ever. I think this might be the most unusual pop collectible. I know they've not done it for any other license that I know of. And I stay on top of the pop stuff because a lot of pops are dropped under the radar. But this one's super cool. It's a vac metalized gold BB-8 in a dome. Yeah, they really made it look not like a pop, but like a high-end collectible in that it comes in this display glass dome like clocks my mother used to have. You know those clocks in the glass dome? I think everybody had them in the 80s. Yeah. And vac metalized gold BB-8. I mean, it's part trophy. It's part pop. It's all cool. They went online Tuesday night and I posted it to Facebook 
They were sold out in under an hour, limit two per person. Now, Perry in California called his hot topic. They said they're there at 6 p.m. when the store opens, limit 10 per person. <laughs> so that might be a little nuts. I'm just thankful we got our order in and we don't have to face any crowds. Yes, I'm really excited about that. Because those Hot Topic exclusives are tricky. The Ahsoka has been sold out online for a long time. We actually went to a Hot Topic in Chicago and they had a bunch and I was able to get one, but those can be tough. Yeah, they are tricky to get, especially since you have to battle... There's regular Funko collectors who collect everything, then there's pop collectors. Then you have just ones who do Star Wars and... It's hard. Then you have Disney collectors, and Star Wars is now Disney, mm -hmm. so you're in the nucleus of this Venn diagram of collecting madness. Yep. Now, as far as games and other media go, the best sale is at Gordman's. Huh? Yeah, unexpected. Yeah, totally unexpected. Star Wars Battlefront for Xbox One is somewhere between 6 and $10. <laughs> What is it? Is it name your own price? What's going on? I want to pay $6. It just has a whole bunch of games listed and Angry Birds Star Wars for PS3 is in there. And it says they're $5.99 to $9.99 depending on which game you get. I'm guessing they may have Battlefront for the PS4 as well. And they just showed the Xbox One version. But that's the biggest discount for Star Wars Battlefront because... GameStop has it for $9.99, which may match it, but it's the deluxe edition at GameStop. So that's actually a pretty good deal, and that's definitely for Xbox One or PS4. Now for GameStop, they've got the LEGO Star Wars games, but they're The Force Awakens. They have them for the PS4 or the Xbox for $29.99, and that's the Xbox One. Now you can also get it for the Nintendo 3DS for $14.99 at GameStop. So if you wait for your games, you can get them for a decent price where it doesn't hurt as much when you buy them. I never bought Star Wars Battlefront. And it's because it was online-only play, it was very expensive, and I said $20 is my price point. So when one of these goes online, preferably the Deluxe Edition from GameStop, I will be picking it up for $10. Yeah, $9.99? That's awesome. If you wanted to spend a little bit more money... You could get the regular Battlefront edition for the PS4 or the X-Bone for $19.99 at Best Buy. But, you know, hey, if you want to spend more money, that's your business. Best Buy has some great deals on Microsoft Surface Pros. Love that machine. 4K TVs and the Xbox One system itself. Do you work for them now? What's going on? I'm just drooling over oh. their sales. I'm not going out for there, but... If I were to go out for stuff, that would be what I'd go out for. Uh, and so if you're in Best Buy anyway, spend the extra $10. Why would you brutalize yourself going to two stores? And the last bit of media, if you go to Meyer, they have Star Wars Disney books. You know, the kids books that are normally 15-ish a piece for $6. That's not a bad price. Those make good gifts and stocking stuffers for kids. Those are also good for Toys for Tots, by the way, books. Now, for the roleplay items, Kohl's is having a sale where you can get the basic lightsabers for $9.99. Not the greatest price in the world, but it is Kohl's. Yeah, where if you're not buying it on sale, then you're doing it wrong. They say they're normally $12.99, so you're getting about 25% off. Good for the Toys for Tots bin. I think roleplay lightsabers, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Electronic lightsabers are $12.49 at Fred Meyer. Also at Fred Meyer, you can get the Captain Cassian Andor Nerf Blaster for 
I had a lot of fun with that as an adult, so I think kids would love any of those Nerf blasters. Now, our regular Myers here in the Midwest, the Meyer with a J, not the Y, electronic lightsabers are $15. Well, that's kind of a buzzkill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just two fifty more than Fred Meyer. The Meyer versus Meyer rivalry there. And speaking of Meyer, at Meyer and at Toys R Us, they both have the Sphero BB-8 for $99.99. And they say that's $50 off, but I'm not quite sure if that's accurate. I know they're going with MSRP, but I googled this and Brookstone has the Sphero BB-8 just for $99.99 online right now. Hmm. And these, I double-checked, are not the ones with the force ban. Well, that makes a difference. But, yeah, you can get them for $99.99 a lot of places. Or if you're at Toys R Us or Meyer Black Friday, there as well. Kmart has the remote control BB-8, which one that used to be a Target exclusive. Remember that one? That's, yeah. It's kind of bigger and it's plasticky instead of that weird shiny material. That's now at Kmart for $49.99. That's quite a bit less than I paid for it at Target last year. And it makes me think that the current Walmart exclusive R2-D2 may only be a Walmart exclusive for a little while if that's how they rolled with the BB-8. Well, and this one is much more kid-friendly, I think, than the Sphero one. Although I still can't drive either one of them. Now, speaking of kid-friendly, I bought this last year for, I think, around this price. The legendary Jedi Master Yoda, the Toys R Us exclusive interactive toy. It's regularly $99.99. It is going to be $29.99 starting at 5 p.m. Thursday till they close on Saturday. And that is a great toy for a kid. Yes, it does require batteries, but I think a kid would have a lot more fun with it than I did. Probably. And kids also would love Titan Heroes, the young kids. And at Walmart, the Poe Dameron and Speeder Bike 12-inch Hasbro. What I, we, They called them Titan Heroes for a long time. But now they've taken Titan off and they just call them the 12-inch figures. But those low-detail 5 POA figures, the figure and the Speeder Bike together, just $10 at Walmart. I want to see a lot of those in toys for Tots Bins. And for your own Padawans, if need be. Well, and likewise, the Rogue One six-pack is only $44.99 at Target. And actually, I saw it today at Target for that price. Yeah, it's only $5 off, but it is a Target-exclusive set with K2SO and Death Trooper. Figure sets make great gifts, period. So depending on the age of the person you're buying for, this would blow me away when I was four or six years old. Just to have such a huge box full of toys. Galactic Heroes figures and play sets are half off at Meyer with a J. Yes, these aren't the cool Galactic Heroes we no. used to have. These are, they called them Jedi Force for a long time, but good for younger kids. And mm -hmm. I know some adults that like the style of them. You can also get at Kohl's the Hot Wheels Death Star play set with vehicles for $19.99. That, I'm trying to figure out how great a deal it is. It says that it's regular price somewhere between $45 and $60. That's Kohl's pricing. And it looks like this is a set that comes with four vehicles. I wasn't able to find it online anywhere else. So for $20, yeah, that's a pretty good deal. I might check Kohl's.com to see if I can snag one of those if it's online. Kohl's is sometimes hit or miss with some of their stuff online. 
at Target, you can get the 48-inch Big Figs for $49.99. Now, these are the ones that are really only a foot and a little few inches shorter than I am. Yeah, they're half off. I mean, they're normally a $100 figure. You can get Darth Vader or Stormtroopers, $50. Just a real impressive decoration for a kid to put in his room. Yeah, I mean, that would be awesome. Like, as a century or something for a kid, that would be really cool. I had, as a kid, an inflatable robot named Marzon, and I played with him, but he also stood guard in my room. Darth Vader figure would have been so much cooler. Marzon walked, though. You got to look up the old ads. He was awesome. That sounds crazy. Now, Toys R Us has something else that I'm going to keep an eye on their website because they put a lot of their sales up online last year. The Air Hogs Millennium Falcon. I've never bought an Air Hogs, but this one's kind of caught my eye. It's got the four blades inside the body of it, so it kind of looks cool. Kind of looks like a drone. It's going to be half off $49.99. And finally, for the silliest ad, (laughs) if you're already at a store called Five Below, how much of a discount are you wanting? (laughs) But they have a Star Wars Panorama puzzle bundle for a dollar. Well, it's a dollar instead of five. Not, it's five below. Not everything was five dollars, but it looks like it's three puzzles for one dollar. It says save 80%. So yeah, I guess it would be normally five dollars. You know, I don't think five below will be that crowded on Black Friday. Uh, really? You don't think it'll be crowded? Yeah, I didn't think so. You're now making me question that. What store isn't going to be crowded? Well, these are also going to be available, it says, at fivebelow.com. If I could get... 20 of these puzzle sets I would for Toys for Tots. I mean, three puzzles. Now, if you're heading to Kohl's anywhere or on their website, they have all Star Wars tableware for 60% off. And these are the, like, the plasticky kids' plates, you know, they're the bowls, the cup and bowl set, that kind of thing. So kind of a good deal if you want to get those for your kids. Kmart is going to have the Gillette Star Wars shave sets for $9.99. I kind of figured those would be a Black Friday deal. But aren't they like just about that price at Walmart or Walgreens every day? Kind of. I think they might be like twelve ninety seven at Walmart or something like that. Yeah, these sets are disappointing though because they have such awesome Spartan box art <laughs> that it makes me want it. And then I turn it around and I even talked to someone we know who works at Procter & Gamble who makes the Gillette stuff. And yeah, this is just regular stuff it's not like you get a rebel logo or an imperial logo on your razor which would be awesome the one that comes with the stormtrooper on the box is literally the razor i've used every day for years (laughs) with nothing different about it and apparently it's that way with the other sets as well but if you know someone who needs a razor and it's not a special razor. The box art is some of the best box art I've seen for Rogue One to date. It's very striking, and it's not that clip art they've been using on everything. It's really awesome. Now, over at GameStop, they're, you know, GameStop bought Think Geek and Hot Topic, and they're just really becoming this one, like, melted bag of M&Ms of a store where there's not much to distinguish. I guess you know which store you're in by how many pop vinyls are on the wall. (laughs) Wait, have you been in a GameStop lately, Arnie? Because that tells me that you haven't. I have, but Hot Topic still has more. Are you sure? Because they've got the wall of them, and then they've got a big, huge, like, four foot by four foot by four foot by four foot display. Well, they have a lot of Star Wars housewares type stuff. 
There you have pint glasses, two for $11. They're sets of two. They have sculpted mugs that are GameStop exclusives, and there's a Death Trooper and K2SO and the Death Star for $14.99 a piece. That's regular price, but it's a GameStop exclusive if you're there anyway for the Battlefront deal or something. And they even have Star Wars journal tin sets, which appear to be little journals that come in little tins. I guess if you need that kind of thing, it's perfect for you, right? It's $19.99 each, down from $24.99 each. They also have magnets and can coolers for $5. All right. Meyer with the J has the 3D room lights for $10 off. And if you have a true value in your area, they have the 28-inch Star Wars lawn decorations for $39.99. Why am I drawn to this? We do have a true value in our area. We have a few, yes. And we have the Yoda, but we don't have the Santa Yoda that they have here holding a candy cane and the Santa outfit. And R2-D2 with the Santa hat recalls the Macquarie art to me. I'm really in the Christmas spirit this year, so forgive me if you come home one day and our entire front porch is cluttered with these. Why don't they go in the yard? Because we already saw they blow away really easily. They're going to blow away on the front porch, dear. Yeah, that's where we lost the tip of Yoda's lightsaber. Yeah. But that's it for the in-store sales. Quite a few to choose from. Only the Hot Topic BB-8 is my must-have, and it's been years, years since there was a Black Friday exclusive Star Wars toy that we had to go out and fight for. Remember when Target used to have those awesome window box sets? Yes. Or Toys R Us had the gold titanium ships in the Death Star Transformer pack. Yes. I miss those days, and I'm excited that Hot Topic is doing this. I'm nervous about how hard it will be to get one. But I think if you are out and you're able to get those or spares... That would be an awesome gift. And we're going to be looking at what are some great gifts. It's every year the entire Star Wars Action News team pulls together a list of what we think will be great gifts of stuff that you can buy. We try to avoid pre-orders and find the stuff that's in stock you can put under the tree. Or if you celebrate a different holiday, just give to the person up front and We try to find something for every age range, every taste, every price point. And to start off with, well, we have an argument. Yeah, it appears that we've got a little bit of a tussle going on here between Daryl and Steve. And me. And you. I didn't. Okay, you're in on this. Well, let's start with Daryl. For the toys that are $25 and under, Daryl says you should give some Black Series Death Troopers. I know I am. My case came in, and so I have quite a few of these. I think I definitely have one to give as a gift to a special someone this year. Is that me? Because I hope you're not getting me that because you have a whole case. (laughs) I agree, Daryl. That's a great figure. I have troop built that. It's the first time I've ever gone nuts troop building six-inch figures. But Steve literally typed, I disagree with Daryl. The Disney Elite Series Death Trooper is the better Death Trooper. Well. This is technically skirting the price. It's $26.95, but DisneyStore.com has been having 25% off sales a lot. I picked this up when it was 25% off with the coupon code. This one's the Diecast Metal. 
but it does have a lot of nice accessories. We discussed it when we reviewed the figure a couple weeks ago with the various pouches and guns it has. It's almost like the Disney one is the Death Trooper Specialist, whereas the Black Series one is the standard Death Trooper. But if Steve can break the rule by $2, I'm going to break the rule by 50 Oh, I, I, no, no, no. I don't think you can break the rule by that much. Just since we're discussing Death Trooper figures, this was a little higher up in the list, but the SH Figure Arts Death Trooper is scheduled to ship in December. I think it trumps all of them in style and design. It has less pouches. I'll give it that. But for posability and sheer look, I've never been disappointed with a Figure Arts figure, ever. And this one's only $75 at Big Bad Toy Store, and it'll be to you probably by Christmas. So I think I'm just going to put that one down as the best six-inch scale Death Trooper. Wow. So the gauntlet has been thrown. But if you can't tell, this list may be a little bit Rogue One themed, as I think everybody on the team is in hype. But I also think that would apply to whoever you're buying gifts for, because Rogue One is eminent. It will have just come out when Christmas hits, and if you celebrate Kwanzaa or Hanukkah, you're still doing a little bit of lead-up. So Rogue One will be a heavy focus of stuff on this list, but not all the focus. Scott from Tulsa has a Rebels toy. Yeah, the Galactic Heroes Ghost which is around $24. He said it's really works well for little kids and it's a smaller design and it's great for all types of figures. And since we'll never likely get a normal three and three quarter inch version of this, it's as good as it gets for the kids. Yeah, we don't have the ghost regular scale. Hasbro's been very non-committal about making it. And this set does come with an Ezra and a Chopper figure. And People love Chopper. Chopper and Sabine are the two that people go nuts for from Rebels, from what I can tell. So this is a good set, and man, he's kind of making me want it. Bobby to start. Hi, score 100. Bobby. Twist it. Pull it. Marjorie's doing the next item on our list, which... Two. <laughs> well, I was trying to do it the wrong way, and... Yeah. You're putting the speaker up. The R2-D2 Boppet has literally been on our desk since... Please do. It's literally been on our desk since our gift guide last year when that thing came out on Force Friday 2015. But they're still shipping it. And just because it's a year old doesn't make it any less fun. Marjorie's been playing it for a year. So imagine what your kids will do. Probably forget it in the toy box because I'm an infant. <laughs> it really is a lot of fun, though. Here, hold on. Bobby to start. Hi, score 100. Bobby, twist it. Pull it. Twist it. Two minutes later. Pull it. Bobby, twist it. My goodness, you beat Bobby to score 100. Is that your first perfect game? No. Okay, because I thought I was the high score of 100, because I was the first one to beat that. No, it wasn't you. Sorry. It's really fun. <laughs> now, another item that I think is a great gift. I've heard so many people say, I'm looking for the Resistance Ray figure. You know, the one that got us banned off Facebook a year ago? 
Really? People are looking for that? Because I actually counted 26 of them at a Walmart in Southern Illinois. Well, they have been on sale 26% off on Amazon this whole time. So if someone you know is still looking for this Ray figure, 1160 on Amazon. And yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people even on our own team who haven't been able to find this figure at stores. Brock had a really great suggestion with Lego buildable figures. He suggested the first order Stormtrooper, Grievous, etc. Because those are always fun and Legos are great. Yeah, I was surprised to see him put that on the list because personally, I'm not a huge fan of those figures. And we were just at a Lego store over the weekend and I looked at those and I was just like, yeah, those don't look very good. But Brock said his five-year-old got Django for his birthday in October and then bought Jedi Luke with his gift certificate and his daughter got the Ray one and they're just going well, what he typed was a vulgarity, but going wild <laughs> for these Lego sets. So, yeah, I guess for kids, or if you don't mind the aesthetic, on Amazon right now, you can get the First Order Stormtrooper for $14.99 and the Vader for $19.19. Going a little bit higher price, Curtis suggested Bandai's X-Wing model. This is a 172nd scale model kit. So that makes it about a foot long by seven and a half inches wide by two and a half inches tall. Now, this is something you want to make sure you're giving it to the right person. And this does require assembly and painting. And if you gave this to me, I would likely mess it up beyond all recognition. In high school, I built a lot of model kits, including a Star Wars one, because that was all I could find, the Millennium Falcon. You saw my Millennium Falcon. I still have it yeah, here. Yeah, we, we still have it. We actually use it as a model for our, one of our wedding cakes. Yeah, so I did pretty good with that. I don't think I could do as well as this picture, but I could probably do it if, you know, I stopped podcasting and had time to paint and glue and sand and cut. And you'd have to learn how to do all those things, right? Hey, it may be almost 25 years since I did it last, but I think I remember. <laughs> the price on this is great, though. Only $30. You can get it at Big Bad Toy Store. Actually, Amazon even has it cheaper for about $22. Great price for a model kit and a great way to get... When I was doing this a lot, I was in my late teens, and it's a good way to get people that age to really explore their creative side and, in my case, learn they have no artistic talent. <laughs> Mine would just end up in lots of tears. You might be surprised at what you can do. Hmm. Paint night. You rock you rock them. That's true, I do. Now, also on the list, the Target-exclusive Black Series 6-inch 3-pack. And Marjorie, you just found that in stores. I did. I just found it at a Target in Fairview Heights, Illinois. I just picked that up the other day at a Target in Southern Illinois, and they had 20% off their toys leading up to the holiday. Yeah. This is MSRP of 60. It's three figures. Jin's a repack. Cassie and Andor in... Not Hoth gear. <laughs> Not when he stole Han's outfit. And then you get an alternate Death Trooper that's actually had me tell Marjorie to keep an eye out for more of these packs because this is like the Death Trooper specialist with better weapons and pouches and cool things. And I now have 10 of the regular Death Troopers. I need a few more specialists. Do you? Really? I do. Okay. Really. And also, I'm putting on this list one of my favorite figure arts from this year. 
It's original trilogy. It's $200. It's the biker scout with the speeder bike. And it comes with a base that you can display them on and tilt them a little bit. The biker scout's highly posable and comes with this tiny little handgun. And the bike is actually kind of sizable. It's almost 11 inches long. I just love, love, love this set. And I had to really struggle to pick only one figure arts to put on this list because that Phasma we reviewed is a gorgeous, gorgeous figure. But when I looked through the list of everything in stock at Big Bad Toy Store, when I saw that the speeder bike was in stock, that that was it. That was the end. I'd like to point out this is the second figure arts, Arnie, on the list. Yeah, but one I don't have in my hand yet. So. Oh, okay. I see the criteria. Got it. Notice I said yet. Andrew, who has become our resident Lego expert as well as Hot Toys expert, suggested the Lego Death Star Ultimate Collector Series set. Now, this thing's huge. And again, you got to give it to someone with a lot of patience who's actually going to build it. First of all, it's $500 and it has 4,016 pieces. I'm going to argue the you have to give it to someone who's going to build it thing because I have a lot of Lego sets that I still need to build, but I will build them. And these Lego sets, they go up in value. I believe it's been shown they go up in value more than gold and more than stocks as far as the value for the unopened sets. I'm not saying buy it as an investment. I am saying if you're going to want this ever, buy it while you can. It is in my mind, exceedingly expensive at $500. When I just started getting into Lego eight years ago, I couldn't imagine spending $500 on a 16-inch by 16-inch Death Star. But now, I mean, all the minifigures it comes with, including a Dianoga. And the Dianoga is kind of sweet. Royal Guard, Emperor, just the slew of figures and all of the things it can do. Yeah, this is nice. It's limit five per customer, though, so don't go too crazy. (laughs) You'd be like, Oprah, you get a Death Star, you get a Death Star, you get a Death Star, and all of a sudden I've spent $5,000 on Legos. Now, Andrew does say if you don't have the original release of the Death Star, this is really good. If you have the original release, then it's probably not worth it. He also recommended a much lower price item, the Lego Encounter on Jakku. And that's a $50 set. It comes with BB-8, Unkar, Plutt, Tito, and Ray. And it's got kind of the building where Unkar Plutt would shortchange you on how many portions you get for your scrap. And much cooler, the robotic walker that the Tito Junker roped BB-8 in. The Lugga Beast. Those kinds of things are always fun on Christmas morning, too, because you can start putting them together. Which I did when I was a kid. Yes. Those were great things. Now let's move on to the high-end items, Arnie. Cha-ching. Of course, we've got Andrew with some Hot Toys recommendations here. He says the Hot Toys Ray and BB-8 set. Now, we were there with him when he was putting these up, and he'd... I believe opened them before, but we were doing unboxing videos for Podbean backers, and it's a great set. The Ray is a great figure, but the BB-8 is the truly amazing, astounding piece of architecture there. Well, he's the star. Now, if you're just going for the figure, I'm going to 
dispute Andrew a little bit because if we're looking at Force Awakens stuff that we opened when we were there, I liked the First Order Stormtroopers a lot, but it was the Phasma and her chromeness that pulled at my heartstrings. That was a good figure, (laughs) but it was just down a dangerous path because I do think she needs a couple First Order Stormtroopers at her side. Oh, yes. Let's not go down this dangerous, dangerous path. But the Hot Toys figure I'm going to truly recommend, and we're going to do a review of it here, is the Hot Toys Death Trooper. This has just started shipping. We got one here from Sideshow. Oh, mama. (laughs) I'm sorry you turned into Kramer. This will be the, what, fourth Death Trooper on our gift guide here. But this is the... Hot Toys Death Trooper Specialist Movie Masterpiece Series 6th Scale Figure. This figure is sleek. I've long had a love for Shadow Troopers in black armor. I'm excited to see something similar to that on the big screen. And here Hot Toys has reproduced it in astounding detail. And a Death Trooper is not just a Stormtrooper in black armor with a slightly bigger jaw on his helmet. I mean, everything about this figure is totally different than any I've owned, which were all the Stormtroopers, the Space Trooper, the Gold Stormtrooper and such. Yeah, he is different. Like his face. Well, his bodysuit underneath is completely rubber, ribbed, and it's not like the body sock the Stormtroopers wear. It is. Interesting. Yeah, he's got a completely different body armor. And not that I expected this to be one of the black hole stormtroopers or anything like that. But I, I'd kind of like to think this is a throwback to that. Maybe an homage, if you will. No, it's just everybody jumping on black is cool. Stormtroopers are white. Black stormtroopers would be cooler. Oh. I think that's what it is. Well, he looks pretty cool and it's as close as we're going to get. I do like his silver belt buckle. Yeah, that is kind of nice. There's a lot of detail here. After having the Hasbro one, it's just primarily black with a couple accents. Hot Toys has done some stuff here to really make this stand out. I mean, he's weathered. In the grooves and ridges on his outfit, you can see some grayish brown, like dirt has accumulated in there. And it's in the knee joints. Honestly, I'm going to just, you know, that all that stuff is fine and dandy, all the detail. The soft goods that are on this and the level of detail on those and the fact that, like, the strap for his gun actually feels and looks like a strap for a gun, like the same material. And it actually removes from the gun and snaps back on so you can adjust it. And his belt is kind of this thicker, different fabric material. And on the front of the belt... There are what the instructions refer to as explosives, so thermal detonators that actually can be removed from the little cloth pouches. I hadn't even gotten to the pouches yet, but these have really nice little adornments. There's little straps on them. He's got little fabric straps hanging off his belt. He's got a really cool leather. I assume it's where he holds his magazine or ammo. Yeah, that's his shoulder ammo pouch, which is an optional accessory. Hot Toys make such a fabulous figure anyway. The detail, the soft goods. I mean, it's just, every time I look at one, I'm blown away. Here's what impresses me on this one. I've had a problem for quite a while that the Stormtroopers were just a standard body in a black unitard. And then the armor was held on just with 
little elastic straps and they would shift and while it was good for posability it was bad sometimes for display this it makes it very clear in the instructions the armor is not removable and it doesn't shift over his arm it's molded arms and molded legs with this either glued over a body or something because there is the rubber undersuit that feels really kind of funky but it just is so much more solid than the stormtroopers i mean even honestly the butt armor it doesn't <laughs> sag at all it's no he has a very nice firm butt compared to other stormtroopers well let's talk about his helmet for a little because i was kind of blown away by something on there i was too but probably not the same thing you were you oh. go first well he has these like green tinted i don't know i always think those are gills on their mask you know the rolly parts yeah i don't know if they're spotlights where i'm very anxious to see how they're used in the movie or if they just glow because it's cool well these turn on and have a very beautiful green that i love but what i like even more is how they did it i mean hot toys with light up features are not new but on my iron man figures and things they always had visible switches in the back of the arm or really hard to remove armor that snapped in and every time you turned it on you felt like you were getting one step closer to breaking it because you really were in this one because it's the head that lights up the switches on the top of his head underneath the dome of his helmet which is held on with magnets so you just lift this magnetic piece up and under there's the battery compartment and the switch and you can then turn it on and off without having to go through a lot of fear of breaking the piece. That is very cool, but it keeps looking like you're lifting off his skull. I don't know if the batteries they sent just don't have a very long life, or if it just gets a little dimmer after it's been on. But I've had it on this whole review, and it got pretty dim. And then I turned it off. When I turn it back on, it starts bright and then dims pretty huh, quick. I wonder if you've got a bad set of batteries. They're only those little itty-bitty tiny hearing aid batteries. Yeah, the watch battery types. Easily replaced off the shelf. But yeah, that is a really cool detail to add some definition to the face. Now, if I'm going to nitpick this a little bit. First, he comes with two guns. And I do love the paint job on the guns. The blaster has the red painted on it. When we reviewed the Hasbro figure with Scott, we were kind of going through all the places Hasbro should have painted the blaster. This is it. He also comes with a hand pistol. That's really cool. And I really like that there's the holster by the side. It's a strap there that holds his hand pistol, and it's magnetic at the top. And you really need that to be because to get it around where it's going to hold the blaster, I basically have to undo the magnet and then wrap it around right where the trigger is by the hilt and then let the magnet attach again underneath the scope and it stays really tight on his belt there. That's all very confusing. But if I was going to nitpick this a couple of things, I can't find too much fault with the figure itself. I mean, I need to see the movie to gauge some accuracy beyond just what the trailers show. But this looks really screen accurate. And while part of me is like, I'm glad they gave it some dirt, because if you have this in a black room or something, you're not going to be able to see it. On the other hand, that's what it looks like. Honestly, you have a black shirt on now and he's getting lost in the black shirt. Yeah, that is what I feared would happen. I'll nitpick the base, though. The figure Standy comes with... I like the little plaque on the front that says Star Wars Imperial Death Trooper Specialist. I disagree. I did not like the plaque. Well, I kind of liked it because it has the Imperial cog there or something very 
similar. It looks like it may be missing a spoke or two. I wonder if that's slightly redesigned. But the base itself is really blah. I mean, we see these Death Troopers in the water in the trailer. I'm presuming we're going to see some on the Death Star. But the base itself is just this bland black plastic. It's really not remarkable in any way. That's why I don't like the plaque on the front of it. It's just, I think they'd been better off either making a shape or something, but I don't know, maybe the lead time for this was such that they couldn't do a very movie-centric base for this one. Well, there's an additional piece to the base that frames the plaque a little bit more, but it doesn't actually affix. You're just setting a piece under the base itself where it lays flush, but there's no magnets or screws or anything to really hold that in place. It just makes the plaque a little recessed. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think that base is everything it needs to be. And then we talked at New York Comic Con about how they had these really funky graphics on the bases. And the Death Trooper Specialist comes with one. It's cool and textured, and I like that it's got some spot UV so that there's an Imperial cog that just is glossy, where the rest of it's kind of textured and matte. Well, they have done something gritty to make that because the bottom part of it is this glossy card and then they've stenciled on the rest of it like a a wash over it is all it is because you've also got the arabesque down here that's like that oh yeah i didn't even notice the arabesque but this is a crappy base i don't like it at all i don't like having a bright green base which is a picture of a death trooper underneath a death trooper when you look at the bases they've done before which were like ship floors or Death Star flooring and things, and maybe sometimes different colors, this bright green piece is a little out of place. And more, it doesn't sit right unless you peel off the backing and then it has adhesive to go down. If you glue this down, I think you're permanently displaying this base in one way and one way only. Yeah. It's a nitpick because what does a base need to do? It needs to make sure my figure doesn't fall in a minor earthquake And it needs to not be too distracting so that it's drawing away from the figure. And by having a black base with a black figure, it's going to, as you say, get a little bit lost. We're not going to be focusing on the base. The other nitpick I have, and this is more towards their business model than it is to the figure itself, but the Death Trooper Specialist has just started shipping. Hot Toys has already announced two more Death Troopers. Now, this is the Death Trooper Specialist, which has a little bit more of the pouches on his arm and the details. Well, they've announced the Death Trooper Deluxe Specialist, which is basically the same figure, but he now comes with another rifle this one doesn't have. And he comes with, and this is strange because I've seen it in other stuff. I'm very curious to see how this works. A Stormtrooper doll. So it's a two-scale doll of a Stormtrooper that's laying there. So maybe they're storming a place where little kids were playing with Stormtrooper dolls. That's weird. And I complained about this base. The Deluxe Specialist comes with a diorama base that is like he's standing on mossy stone, like on the planet. So if I'm complaining about this one being too bland, the Deluxe figure really takes care of that. And then they also put up for order just a death trooper so it's not a specialist that one has more basic armor doesn't come with the extra accessories and after seeing what they did with the first order troops i'm not surprised by this 
but I know a few people were let down that they ordered the Death Trooper Specialist, only to find out right as it started to ship that coming up for order soon is going to be the Deluxe Specialist. Yeah, I can see where that would really just kind of tick you off. That said, these are worth troop building. I could see having a couple specialists. I would like a couple more of the regular ranks. I wouldn't want the specialists to outnumber the main troops unless that's how it is in the movie. But all in all, this is a gorgeous figure. It's shipping now from Sideshow. You can get this ordered in time to give it to somebody for the holiday. And I can't imagine anyone getting this and not just being astounded at how great you are to give it to them. Now, I gave you a Stormtrooper last year, actually the Space Trooper, and that kind of shocked you a little bit. And It made me very happy. You've you given me many Hot Toys over the years. You gave me my first Hot Toys figure. So yeah, I gave you your first, and then I gave you one last year. I haven't given you since, or anything in between. Well, there we go. So yes, this is a definite must-buy for any Hot Toys collector or any Death Trooper fan if your gift budget Allows that, and I know we sometimes set limits on how much we're going to spend on each other, so... It makes it a little bit more fun, actually. Yeah, I didn't follow that this year, though. I have no idea what I'm getting, but I know what you're getting. Now, also in the high-end trooper market, Curtis recommended the Bandai 1-6 scale Stormtrooper model kit. Now, that's going to be about the same size as a Hot Toys figure being 1-6 scale, but it's a model kit. It comes with three different guns... It's actually highly posable, so you can put it in a kneeling stance or a regular stance. These aren't shipping right now, but per Big Bad Toy Store, that's slated to ship in December, and it's only $83.99, so... That's not a bad price at all. Quite a bit less expensive than a Hot Toys figure. And finally, this one might be on my own little wish list. Sideshow's Ralph McQuarrie Stormtrooper Statue. McCory's hot again. I mean, he's always had his diehard legion of fans, but it seems like he's cropping up every once in a while again, like he was on the 30th anniversary. I think a couple things happened. From talking to Brian Ono at FX Collectibles, I think a lot of people didn't want to appear like they were capitalizing on his recent passing, and so they kind of took a break. And then Rebels drew so heavily from his designs on so much that I think people are seeing that again. Now, this is a one-fifth scale figure, so much smaller than a premium format, but it's got the Macquarie Stormtrooper on the stepped base. It's really kind of animated-looking style in that it's really kind of thin and bent over. It's $399.99. It is shipping now, and you can flex pay it. You wouldn't get it in time for the holidays by flex paying, but... For one thirty-three thirty-three a month, you'd have it in three months. I'm a big fan of their flex pay, especially if you're doing like a pre-order or something. And this would be something good too if you were getting it for an occasion a few months away. It seems less painful this way. Yeah, they sent out an email saying that they were starting to get low in their stock of these. They limited the edition size to fifteen hundred. So if there's a Macquarie fan in your life, you may not want to push that too much more. Well, that kind of covers our high-end recommendations for this year. Let's move on to books, which always make a really, really great gift. Books are fun, they're good to read, and then you still have something to display after you're done with it, too. So our first book suggestion is from Daryl, and he suggests Art of Rogue One because it has a great look at the development of the movie and its characters. 
Yeah, I don't think that book is out just yet. Oh. But it will be out in time for Christmas. It's shipping on December 16th from Amazon. You know, they hold them back. They don't want the spoilers out there. They don't publish the novelizations early anymore. But these art of books are something I'm really becoming a heavy collector of. The Art of the Force Awakens, I did wait till it was on a pretty deep discount, but I got that and just absolutely love it. Just to see the renditions, the concept sketches, and everything that led up to it, it's just a wonderful set. None of them by Abrams Publishing has let me down thus far. Another great gift is the Ahsoka book. Brock reviewed that on the show a few weeks ago, and this is a young adult novel, but it had quite a good story bridging Ahsoka's leaving the Jedi Order in the Clone Wars to her appearance in Rebels. You can go back and listen to his review of that, but it's a book that would fit younger readers, and that per Brock, older readers would like. I do have the audiobook of that that I'm going to be listening to, because I was very intrigued. And... Brock also recommended Star Wars Bloodline. That's a book out earlier this year. It was very Princess Leia focused, but he cited it as one of the best new canon books thus far. And speaking of Princess Leia, Heir to the Empire always makes a great gift. It was a riveting read. I really enjoyed it, and that's probably my favorite of the EU books. It's definitely up there for me. I'm the one who put this on the list. I know it's not canon anymore. It's all legends. But Thrawn is coming back in Rebels. Thrawn is really having a comeback right now. And I think it's good for people to see where he started. The very first Thrawn novel. So, Heir to the Empire. You just don't get a lot better than that. Now, for the new movie coming out, you can get Star Wars Catalyst, which is a Rogue One novel. Yeah, the prologue to the movie written by James Lucino. Brock's going to have an in-depth review of that on our next show. But if you're excited for the new movie, I can think of no better way than to read or in audiobook form listen to this lead-up story. And finally, I put on there an older book, Star Wars Frames. Now, I'm not talking about the limited edition version Because that's right now listed on Amazon for over $7,000. I. But I have the more consumer-oriented version. It's just a bit smaller. It's $107, and you still get all the gorgeous pictures, just not in books that you'd have to build a special table for. Yeah, that's the downside to frames, aside from the cost, is that you're going to need a special place to put that, and there's probably not a current place in your house that is ready for that book. Now, continuing what you could find at Barnes & Noble, The Force Awakens 3D Blu-ray. Now, this is what people have been waiting for. When The Force Awakens came out early this year, people were complaining it didn't have a commentary, it didn't have the bonus features. They saved it all up for this holiday release. And even if you don't have a 3D TV, This has, on the regular discs, all this extra bonus content. This is the version of The Force Awakens you want to own. So I think that, especially for people who bought the first release earlier this year, and may be kind of gun-shy about buying another one, this can make a really good gift. Absolutely. Now, continuing again with the things you can find at Barnes & Noble, which I think you can find anything on our list at Barnes & Noble. (laughs) That's how that's going to go. Scott from Tulsa threw out Star Wars Battlefront, which, hey, it was on sale. We talked about that earlier in the show. 
It's a good game to pick up and play and practice your Stormtrooper aim. Now, I would go a different way of going for the gift. I just got an email for the Star Wars Battlefront Ultimate Edition. That has recently come out. It has Rogue One content. If you're an Amazon Prime member, it's only $32 versus the $40 MSRP because Amazon Prime members get 20% off games in the first couple weeks it's released. And so if you're going for a gift, why not go Ultimate? Exactly. Now, I put a couple items on here because I find myself falling in love with vinyl. Yeah, every time we walk by Urban Outfitters at the mall, you're like, oh, a record shop. I'm like, it's not a record shop. I'm going to put a couple items here on the list that I haven't bought for myself, but I think make tremendous gifts. Is that a hint? Not necessarily. Okay. But they're things that I'm looking at and lusting after, even though I haven't bought them. The first, we saw this at San Diego Comic-Con. Is it a gimmick? Hell yes, it's a gimmick. (laughs) But it's a cool gimmick. The Force Awakens 2LP vinyl was released with holograms on it, where on one, it looks like a TIE fighter is floating as the record spins. The other, it looks like the Millennium Falcon is floating. Seeing it in person, it actually looks rather cool. It's $45 on Amazon, and it comes with auto rips, so you can give the person an MP3 copy of the album, as well as this holographic vinyl. Auto rip is one of the most amazing things in the entire world. Not gonna lie. The other one, which... I hear such great things about it. looks great. It's a bit pricey. The Star Wars Ultimate Vinyl Collection. This is all six movies on vinyl, a total of 22 LPs. And these are the 180 gram vinyl, so it's a lot better than the ones they pressed in the 70s and 80s. I'm sorry, it's 11 records, 22 sides. They were saying disc 22, so I got a little confused. But it comes in gorgeous packaging that reproduces the original record art from each release. So for the prequels, it's the posters, but for the originals, it's just the black cover with the Star Wars logo, the Vader helmet, and that iconic blue lightsaber for Return of the Jedi. It's $183.99, but it is the ultimate vinyl soundtrack for that hipster in your life. (laughs) You could also give the gift of music with the Rogue One soundtrack. Now... I have mixed feelings about giving the soundtracks because if you are trying to remain spoiler-free when you're purchasing this or wrapping it, you could accidentally turn it over and see some track listings. You're still burned by Qui-Gon's Noble End. Yes, and so are you. (laughs) I don't know if they would ever make that mistake again. The CD is not coming out until December 16th, so you'd have a chance to... Not look at the back. Yeah, it's coming out pretty close to the release. It's not auto-rip. It'll probably be auto-rip in six months. That seems to be how Amazon is doing its movie scores these days. But I'm so excited to hear a new take for Star Wars scores. I mean, we've only had, in the movies at least, John Williams music. So Michael Giacchino, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here. I didn't really like most of your scores. I think they sound like growling stomachs on Lost and... (laughs) Overfield, but you did good with the Star Trek 2009 anthem and you ripped it off for Doctor Strange, so I like that one too. So I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and hope that when not under JJ's thumb, you can orchestrate. As I say, maybe it's JJ's problem with the growling stomachs. (laughs) Is it delightful, Arnie? Are the growling stomachs delightful? 
Moving on to another room of the house instead of where you keep your hi-fi system. Curtis found the ultimate desk accessory. It's available at Big Bad Toy Store. It's a 172nd scale AT-AT multi-function desk organizer with Snowspeeder exclusive. I could use that. I need my desk organized. You do, but I don't think that's going to help you. (laughs) He has magnetic feet, so he's going to stick to any metal surface, which now I'm thinking, do I need an AT-AT for the fridge? He has a bunch of compartments. His head opens up. There's a coin bank if you wanted to do that instead of pen storage. There's tape storage. so In, in his back end. Yeah. He's going to have tape coming out of his bum. And you can even use his feet and the snow speeder to wrap headphones around. He's a little pricey at $195, but he is shipping in December. And this is the type of thing my mom always gave my father for Christmas is desk organizers and things like that. So this is one of those kind of traditional gifts for the Star Wars fan with that cool twist. Now, an ocean apart, Curtis again and Steve, the Ginger Prince, came up with the same thing but from different people. Curtis suggests stance socks, which are dress socks with Star Wars characters on them. He said they're very comfortable and that he has worn them before. Steve suggests Marks and Spencer socks. He said they're cotton-rich, and they have simple embroidered logos on them. And they're kind of just like classic socks with just a little bug on them. Yeah, those seem more like dress socks I could get away with wearing to work. The stance ones, if I wore those to work, people would look because they're really like costume character socks. It's kind of like when I wear the Jar Jar tie. I can wear it, and it is technically a tie, but it's going to get me funky looks, whereas if I wear the one that looks more like a pattern with Vader heads, people don't immediately know that's a Darth Vader tie. If somebody's really into your socks, I say we have a whole nother problem. Now, Barrett, our video editor, recommended Death Star rubber floor mats for your car. Hmm. These are from Plasticolor. They're circular mats, so that's a little interesting to me, and they're 14 inches in diameter all directions. Well, that would be diameter, yes. Just making sure for those who... (laughs) So... Is this the size of a small pizza? Probably a medium pizza. Seems kind of tiny. Now let's go to something that we talked about earlier. Board games. Now we do have a resident game expert on staff, and that would be Andrew and his lovely wife, Michelle. Andrew suggests Risk Star Wars Edition, but get the Black Series one. Which is hard to find because I actually took this suggestion. I went out, I bought it, but... You couldn't find the Black Series one at a store. I had to go to Amazon, and it was $35, but I got that order Mm -hmm. placed. But he says it's not at all like Risk, the traditional one, which you said Star Wars Risk, and I'm like, oh, hell no. I am not playing that game. Because it's just, it's known for being a really long game. And And I usually hit people. Yeah, as I say, punches thrown, friendships lost, that kind of thing. And I didn't want anything to do with it, but Andrew says it's really easy and it's quick to play, unlike its namesake, but definitely get the Black Series one. Star Wars Destiny is a new game that Andrew and Michelle, if you saw them on Facebook and on our Facebook page, they were talking about playing the launch party at their local shop. It's going to be available for sale starting December 1st. He did play a demo of it at Gen Con and 
him and Michelle both really liked how quick and easy it was to learn to play, which is a big thing with card games. I hate when you have to sit there and like memorize rules. You have to get the rule book out. And that's one of my pet peeves with these games and keeps me from playing a lot more. He says that the starter packs are the gateway drug and it's an entry into a blind packed collectible card game. And they're fun to play either with or without expansions. You are going to need to get them more than one set of starter packs. You'd need a light side and a dark side. They run about $15 each. And if you wanted to buy some expansion packs, they're about $3 each. This sounds interesting. I mean, we loved the TCG, which was very easy to pick up and play back when Attack of the Clones came out. I'd like to see a game that was easy to pick up and not too crazy, but I liked the deck building games more than the, here's blind package, find this super rare card that nukes all enemies. Yeah. Those get expensive. Now, Steve also suggested in the wearables category, Nixon's Star Wars watches. And I'm going to just assume he's not suggested that because <laughs> that's his last name. No, these like came out of nowhere. And I noticed that you can buy them on Zappos.com. And they also have some Star Wars backpacks and bags as well. These are gorgeous watches, though. I'm taking a look here. I actually saw some of these at Box Lunch. And Jerry, our vintage toy expert, has a number of suggestions himself for some of the more classic gifts that you might want to give this season. Hey everyone, Jerry here, and welcome to a very special holiday season gift guide edition of my Vintage Viewpoint. Sometimes it's hard to come up with a gift guide idea from a vintage point of view, because usually the perfect gift for that vintage collector in your life simply depends on what he or she already has or wants next. Rarely is there a new item that caters to that vintage collector, though there have been several examples we've highlighted over the years. The Gentle Giant Jumbo Kenner figures are a great example. I imagine Arnie has that new 12-inch Jumbo Greedo added to his Christmas list already. And I've mentioned before the acclaimed Kenner toy photographer Kim Simmons and his website, themanwhoshotlukeskywalker.com, where you can shop for all kinds of Kenner Star Wars toy photography that he took over the years, including his official 2017 calendar. In fact, Mr. Simmons was just on last week's episode of Toy Run, the action figure cast, hosted by our friends Jake Stevens and Chris B., so be sure to check that out. But this year, I'm going to highlight an item that is actually a brand new vintage item. Okay, let that sink in for a second as I tell a quick story. Growing up, I always loved the Tatooine scenes for both Star Wars and Return of the Jedi. Who didn't? As a kid, I always wondered why we didn't get Tatooine Stormtroopers from Kenner. But even at 8-9 years old, I figured they were too close in to design to regular stormtroopers to warrant a separate release. Then years later in college, I met a guy who was friends with a former Kenner employee who gave him a one-of-a-kind Tatooine stormtrooper figure and a rebel blockade runner soldier. This was in 1993, so my connection into these sorts of things was still in its infancy. I thought this was going to be one of those legendary tales that was going to unfold right in front of me. Sure enough, I went to his house one time and he had these two figures complete with a fully printed backer card. But in actuality, these weren't rare prototypes of just unreleased toys, but rather the Kenner friend had just sculpted them or kitbashed them for him. Now, still, that's super cool, but again, wasn't a figure that Kenner actually had planned and released that he had received a prototype for. So that said, when the Tatooine Stormtrooper first hit in the Power of the Force 2 line in 1996-1997, I was ecstatic. I bought a squad of four to finally get that land speeder diorama just right. Now over the course of the last two to three years, I have significantly reduced my collection, even selling off vintage toys that I've covered right here on Vintage Viewpoint. But as I went through picking out what stays and what goes, I realized I couldn't make myself get rid of any three and three quarter inch sand trooper figure. It occurred to me that 
I was indeed a loose three and three quarter inch sand trooper completist. Aside from the possible variant here and there, I actually have every three and three quarter inch sand trooper figure since 1995, including that titanium series diecast one. But I never actually did pick up the patina one, so maybe completist is a little strong of a term. Now this does actually cover about 32 different releases of various sculpts, deco, repacks, including the most recent Stormtrooper Commander figures from Rogue One. Now as a side note, the Stormtrooper Commander figure that comes in the two-pack with Baze Malbus is a beautiful sculpt all around. I like it so much I even picked up that Cole's four-pack version with the White Pauldron. Now about three years ago I was searching for the Movie Heroes light-up sand trooper. Remember the one with the light-up feature on the gun that never actually got a U.S. release? I found them on eBay, paid handsomely for three of them. One on the Yoda card, one on the Darth Maul card, and a third one I could open. While searching for those, though, I came across a custom vintage Sand Trooper. It was a pretty simple custom job. They just took a vintage Stormtrooper, put a weathered deco on it, and cut out a piece of plastic, painted the right side orange, and stuck it over the figure's head. That deco was pretty well done, actually but the pauldron looked like I cut it with a pair of lefty scissors. Now, oddly enough, I am left-handed, but can't actually use lefty scissors too well. The world conformed me to using scissors backwards long ago. Doesn't help that most lefty scissors are made for kindergartners. Anyway, then earlier this year, I became aware of the Vader Traders Vintage Studio on Facebook, along with the website, thevintagestudiostore.com. Let me read you a little bit of their mission statement from the site. The Vintage Studio, where all your old Kenner myths become true. If you belong to the generation that played with the Kenner vintage Star Wars action figures, this place is for you. If you experience the frustration of needing more characters than Kenner was able to release in their classic beloved original collection, we understand and share your feelings. With that in mind, we have started this adventure. Our goal is to produce limited edition runs of professional, quality, custom Star Wars action figures sculpted in Kenner vintage style of the characters Kenner did not make and bring them finally to your reach. You wanted Tarkin, Slave Leia, Darth Vader with removable helmet, Rebel Fleet Trooper, the spirit of Obi-Wan Kenobi, or maybe a canceled, unproduced figure such as Luke and Robes? This is your place. Now, even though I sold off quite a bit of my vintage collection over the last few years, one thing that I will never part with is my three and three quarter inch loose action figures. So to find a site like this that's producing vintage style Star Wars action figures of characters that Kenner never made, that's super cool. So for months, I followed their progress on their process to bring us a newly sculpted Sand Trooper figure. Done to look like the original Kenner Stormtrooper, but not exactly a custom. The figure is an all-original design that is manufactured in China. No actual vintage Stormtroopers are used in the production of these figures. The figures went on sale in July, and like any self-proclaimed 3 and 3 quarter inch Sand Trooper completist, I bought a set of four, one of each pauldron color commonly seen on Sand Troopers, orange, gray, white, and black. I received them back in September, and I have to say I was pretty pleased with the purchase. The four figures are made available in a custom box and cost $150 for the set, which breaks down to $37.50 per figure. They are generally of a good build quality. They don't feel fragile as if they'd come apart on you, but at the same time, I wouldn't recommend truly playing with these figures or giving them to kids. The arms feel tight, but not overly so. Move the limbs around a few times or maybe in a full 360 degree fashion and I imagine it would loosen up pretty much. Now they have a distinctive feel from a Kenner figure in terms of the plastic but it definitely captures the Kenner look. The pauldron that is sculpted in the figure is fairly small though much better than my custom figure but it only looks like a small tab on the right shoulder of the sand trooper. It doesn't come around the front or the back at all and that little pouch that you typically see on the 
the left of the Stormtrooper pauldron. It's not connected at all. It's just kind of floating there on his left shoulder. I know that Stormtrooper helmet is really snug on the vintage Stormtrooper, and there's really no separation underneath the chin of the helmet. But I think I would have liked it more if it looked more like a full pauldron versus just like a little tab on the right shoulder. But other details are sculpted nicely, such as that pouch on the left of the Stormtrooper's head, along with the blaster holster on the left leg. But most importantly, we have a pretty nice backpack sculpted in. The paint application overall is very nice, but the fill-in on the eyes on a couple of mine are faint. I'm tempted to fill it in some more myself, but I don't really have the skills to fill in such a small area. Now, a new rifle was made for this figure, which is probably something Kenner might not have done. If Kenner had made this figure for the Power of the Force line, I could see them reusing the Snowtrooper blaster. My only real complaint of the figure is that it can't hold this rifle well at all. If you place the grip in his hand and position the stock of the rifle to where it's wedged between the forearm and the belt, then it'll stay in place, but that's it. Now granted, this is a 4 POA figure with very little posability anyway, so it's very likely this is the only pose the figure would really take. I've not attempted to put a vintage Stormtrooper blaster in these figures' hands, but I'm guessing it would hold nicely. The pistol grip on this rifle just needed to be wider. Now, if you go to their website, you can buy any one of the four Sand Trooper figures available separately loose for $39.99. But there are even carded versions of each one that will run you $49.99. What's nice is that each of the four pauldron colors have a different backdrop design on the card. I bought the four loose because I actually wanted to put them on a vintage Tatooine diorama that I had set up. In fact, I ultimately took that custom one that I bought and put it on my do-back because since he sits on that do-back, it's not as easy to see the detail of the pauldron and everything because he sits a little higher, whereas I had the other four figures just standing around. The price of these figures is a bit steep, but I think it would make a great purchase for a vintage collector who may not spend 40 bucks on something like this for themselves, but would love it if someone surprised them with it. Or, if they're like me, this is truly one of those few vintage figures that you really dreamt that Kenner would have made. I personally couldn't pass it up. The only figures for me that would fit this bill is if they were to do a Tarkin, which it sounds like they will, an Owen, a Baru, or a Wooer from the Cantina in a Kenner style. Those I would probably buy up. Now also, if you go to their website, you can also purchase a Tatooine playset backdrop that is made to fit into the Land of the Jawas playset, along with a Moss Eisley Streets playset environment. That one is like a 3D plastic version of the Sears Cantina set. It's $110 though, so I won't be getting it, though a lack of space is another key reason. But hey, go ahead, check them out. They are now working on the Rebel Fleet Trooper, so that's going to be hitting soon as well. well. Thanks for joining me on this special edition of my Vintage Viewpoint. Good luck with all your holiday shopping this year, and stay safe out there. I'll hand you back to Arnie and Marjorie, and remember, we really do care. Thank you, Jerry. Now, one last vintage item. Steve suggested some technical illustration art prints, and I know we've talked about them on this show before, but he found one of the 1981 Kenner Adat toy, and this is available to order online. You can get it in color or blueprint mode and just get the drawings from all four sides representing what it would possibly look like when designing the toy. And the Adat you know, I had the Millennium Falcon, I had the Death Star, I had Castle Skull, but when I think back to my absolute favorite toy of my childhood, it was the Adat, 100%. That is a really, really, really neat thing, too. I really like that. I like that drawing. Steve also threw out there the Rogue One Trading Card Starter Pack. I have a problem with trading cards. It's not 
strictly Star Wars or Marvel trading cards. And by problem, you mean addiction problem, not like you have some grievances to air for Festivus. Correct. I have an addiction problem. I love to open the blind packages and I like to organize them in binders. I've got issues. But these are really cool. I like it when they have chase cards, and this has art cards and photo cards, and there's, ooh, foil cards. I do like foil cards. And then there's sticker cards and plastic cards. That kind of stuff is always fun. So if you threw a handful of these in someone's stocking or bought them a case of them, that would be a great gift. Now, if you buy the case, might I suggest a binder to go with it, just so you have some place to put it and maybe the sleeves to go with it. You know, do the whole package. I found some really cool... Star Wars hair clips by Love and Madness. And I like how simple they are. They're just shapes. So when you clip them in your hair, you just have like an outline of Yoda's head. And that's it. It's that's just, really cool. Yeah, they're just kind of neat and simple and not much at all. I like them. And they run about six bucks. Again, a great stocking stuff or something like that. And Love and Madness is a kind of smaller jewelry company that has a really cool opening crawl bracelet. That's really awesome. Now, if you wanted to spend a little bit more money on jewelry, might I suggest an Alex and Annie charm bracelet that they have at the Disney Parks through the Disney Parks app or website. They have all kinds of charms. They have the Jedi Order one, the May the Force Be With You. I know there's a Yoda one. I believe there's a BB-8 one as well. Kind of fun and kind of cool if you wanted to step it up and get a, a nicer piece of jewelry for your loved one. But I think the ultimate gift, the thing to end on, and Daryl suggested it and just perfect perhaps the best star wars gift you could give someone couple tickets to star wars celebration in orlando next year absolutely the biggest star wars party of the year it's going to be a great celebration coming right between rogue one and episode eight just so many star wars fans collectibles companies exclusives parties just a great time and so if you have your tickets already i look forward to seeing you there and if you don't this would be a tremendous tremendous gift of here's the tickets here's the travel arrangements we're going to celebration i think that's a wonderful gift especially if you're going to go with them yeah i mean to me that's better than putting a bow on a car <laughs> i don't know hmm but that is the end of our gift guide hopefully there's some ideas in here we know we've hit every price range, every age range, every lifestyle, and we hope you've enjoyed listening and found a couple of ideas. Wives, hopefully you found some stuff for your husbands. Husbands, hopefully you found some stuff for your wives, and perhaps even a few items for yourself. And, of course, for Toys for Tots. Well, everyone, be safe out there for Black Friday. Don't forget to join us for Star Wars Games on Facebook at Eastern Time, noon, two, and four. And we will talk to you in a few weeks. May the pegs be stocked and the turkey be with you. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can find pictures of the toys reviewed, chat with other Star Wars collectors, and find hundreds of Star Wars Action News episodes at our website, SWActionNews.com. This podcast is created by Star Wars fans showing their love of Star Wars. We rely on listener support to keep the show going. 
You can pledge to our Podbean fundraising campaign by going to swactionnews.com support. Backers get rewards including exclusive video content, early show releases, and more. You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star review written on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at swactionnews.com. We want your feedback on Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at swactionnews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at swactionnews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can also find Star Wars Action News on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The links to our social media sites are at swactionnews.com. You can also send us your latest store reports, figure reviews, and more. Email us an MP3 or iPhone voice memo at show at swactionnews.com. All content received is subject for use on the show. If you also enjoy Marvel Comics, you can hear Arnie and Marjorie talk about the toys and statues based on Marvel Comics characters on the Marvelicious Toys podcast at marveliciousToys.com. Star Wars Action News is always looking for new people to help with the show. You can find a list of skills we need on our blog at VenganzaMedia.com. Star Wars Action News is created, produced, edited, and hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. Video editing by Barrett, Andrew, and Daryl. Website design by Jason. Graphic design by Jay. Photo editing by Scott and Curtis. Announcements by Brock. Segments created by Andrew, Brock, Daryl, Jerry, Jonathan, Nathan, and Steve. For more Star Wars collecting, check out GalacticHunter.com, JediDefender.com, JediTempleArchives.com, and YakFace.com. And we thank those sites for their support of Star Wars Action News. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. Star Wars and all that the Star Wars universe contains is trademark and copyright Lucasfilm Limited, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company. All rights reserved. Star Wars Action News is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2016, all rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting. Here, hold on. Bobby to start. Hi, score 100. Bobby, twist it. Pull it. Twist it. Bobby, twist it. Pull it. Twist it. Twist it. Twist it. Bobby, Bobby, pull it. Bobby, twist it. Twist it. Bobby, Bobby,
Is that your first perfect game? No. So, Michael Giacchino, I'm not a huge fan, but you did pretty good with that Star Trek 2009 theme, and you did well with Doctor Strange, so I'm just going to hope it doesn't sound like Hungry Stomachs like the Cloverfield theme. It might be Giacchino. I'm looking it up. Okay, I've said Giacchino a million times. You're saying Giacchino like he's a drink. (laughs) 